He'd be like, we're not dating. And I'd be like, right. So um, my boyfriend. Um <laughs> Welcome back to the Love Myself Podcast. I'm Brooke. I'm Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And this is a health and fitness podcast. We come to you every Monday with a new health and fitness related topic. And this week we're talking about healthy relationships and healthy communication. But we always start off our episodes with a weekly update. So um, do you want me to start or do you want to go? No, you start. Okay. So this past week, past week has been okay. Um, okay. <laughs> last week, um, my runs were all right. I did, let me tell you guys. Oh, I'm not sure if I told you guys. because So <laughs> we recorded uh, two, two episodes, episodes <laughs> last Tuesday. Um, it's Sunday now. Uh, so we seem like we're procrastinating again. But Tuesday, we recorded a bonus episode. Yeah, um, we, we were gonna whole... we were gonna release it on Wednesday. Yeah, you you tell them. I was gonna say we had this whole cute plan. We were like, all right, we're gonna do a Valentine's Day one because like it goes so well with love it yourself, and then um, yeah, we, we were gonna talk about like we talked about like the different types of Valentine's Day, like when vibes. you're in a relationship or when you're single, Ready and like all vibes. We were like, we're gonna. We told stories. Yeah, it was really great. <laughs> Mine were dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we revisited Brooke's childhood trauma. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then and then so we did that and that was what like And we were together. We we finally got yeah. to record together. Well, was that the problem? Ultimately? Yeah, so that was the problem. I don't we've only I mean we did record together a few times even when we had mics but I don't know basically the audio was really echoey because like we were both picked up on both mics and there was just so like no saving it. Like- we should it should be better when we're together yeah so we have to figure that out I mean I think we need to invest in new mics like we kind of got these when we first started they're like a little bit smaller um so like that's coming so we recorded this bonus episode that we were gonna release on Wednesday that didn't happen and we recorded this whole episode already um and now yeah we're doing it again because the audio was the same we did two in one night I'm not gonna be as great as I was last time so oh no it's all right we're good but so anyway, my weekly update last week, um, my, was it, did I, I like, I don't remember if I already told you guys about how my Fitbit broke and how I had to start using an Apple watch, but yeah, I've been doing that. And then how did it break? I don't know. It just stopped charging and like, it wouldn't turn on. Like, I, I have no idea. Like nothing happened. Like, cause I'm having I mean, I've had it for two years. It lasted oh, okay. me two years. So I had the I'm Fitbit Versa. So I don't, not... I don't know what happened though. I did 15 miles on Thursday, which is the longest I've ever gone. <laughs> um, okay. and I did it pretty slow. I did it. So here's my dilemma on my Apple watch. It says that I did an 1119 pace. So mm-hmm. I ran for two hours and 50 minutes, which is a pretty long time to do mm-hmm. 15 miles. Um, but then my Strava said I did an 1101 pace, which for 15 miles and 18 second difference per mile is pretty significant. So you yeah. guys let me know who do I trust, Apple Watch or Strava. Well, just look at the time from when you started running to when you ended and whichever one is more accurate. Right. I guess I could do the math myself. Um, well, <laughs> I'm telling you that is because I had to this week because my Fitbit like just decided to stop working on me so right. I I literally 
well, I'll get into it later, but it didn't record the first five miles of my 16 mile run. And I was so pissed because it's been happening a lot lately. And so I didn't have like a mile time or anything from the first five miles of my run. And so I had to like, I literally had to look into the um, like heart rate charts and see when my, when I started working out exactly. Like the second my heart rate went, started going right, up. Right. So it was like around 2.30. And then I had to compare that with when I started recording the second half of, well, not second half, but this. I, I use the these apps so I don't have to do the brain work. <laughs> well, no, I'm I just kidding. I would think I wouldn't have to do the brain work if my freaking Fitbit would just work. Right. In theory, I shouldn't have to. But mm-hmm. again, like I'm about to like take down Fitbit single-handedly because their <laughs> their stuff is crap. Okay. I'm serious. Um, I'm so mad. I mean, I, I liked my verse a lot until until it broke. But so. I literally ran for two and a half hours, and you're going to tell me like you can't record the first five miles of that, and then it's just not even going to be there. Because in the past, I've I've had that happen. I've told you about this. I think I've talked about this on here before. Like, I will go out for a run, and I'll look at my watch, and oh, we're not recording the run anymore. Like, bullshit. Ugh, we're so spoiled. Like, think about. Yeah before <laughs> i know, know I, yeah in the perspective it's not the worst thing in the world but if i'm gonna go out there and do all this like i want the data and i mean yeah I, I would just yeah if you purchase something it's so you're allowed I'm to want reliable fitbit. results fitbit is trash well you people say garmin is better for running yeah well whatever guess what fitbit you're trash you can complain about it all you want i probably won't take down the entire company because it's just me but I'm not going to endorse any Fitbit um, watches on here if you're going to run anymore. So that might not, that's their fault. Like, not okay. That's I'm mad. I'm really mad. That, that's fine. You're, you're allowed to be. I mean, that's, you know, people write. I'm currently on Garmin's website right you. now. I'm done. Okay. Well, These anyway, are that was, that was my Thursday run, my 15 miles. Um, And yeah, it felt pretty good. I felt like I could have kept going. So that's cool. But I just... I don't want it to take me that long because um, I know I've talked to you, Carly, about like there's this supposed three hour rule that like the mileage that you would run post three hours of running isn't How worth it. Accurate for, like, is that? I don't know. Is that based on science or is that just somebody being like? I don't know. I'll have to look into it and give you guys an update. But so I did the 15 miles in two hours and 50 minutes. So that really means that I would only be able to do. 16 miles at the pace that well, wait, I was running explaining the um the three mile rule because I feel well, like we haven't three hour rule yeah it. it's just that they say that the recovery that your body has to go through if you run for longer than three hours like is more detrimental to your training than the mileage like the benefit that you'd gain from being able to run the mileage of more than three hours of running Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to follow that. I ha- kind of have to decide because I, th- I have a 17 mile run in two weeks and hopefully like my, my pace will just be better and I'll be able to, you know, fit that in for the three hours. But my runs have been pretty slow. So then Friday I didn't run. Saturday I went skiing, which was a lot of fun. I love to ski and we're going to Canada this week. Yeah. Carly's not excited. I am so excited. We're going to Montreblanc in Quebec um, and I've never been there but I really am excited to eat croissants croissants and crepes Why? You I love a good crepe 
Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. I've never been to Quebec um, or Montreal. We're gonna stop through Montreal maybe for lunch. So we're excited. Well, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Anyway, um, um, and then I'm today to go to Canada, but I'm like not excited to ski at all. So. Okay. Um, well, hopefully <laughs> get in this spirit. I mean, um, <laughs> honest. Well, so then yeah, today I ran ten miles at a 10:39 pace so That's that was good. better and yeah this week i'm kind of just gonna run when i can the next couple days and then in canada i'm gonna also try to run but we're gonna be doing a lot of skiing so i'm just going in with an open mind um and then friday was valentine's day i went out for dinner with my boyfriend which was nice i got a delicious dinner i want to tell you about it it was <laughs> scallops in a lobster cream sauce with mashed sweet potatoes and asparagus it was so good and then we also got a buffalo chicken dip appetizer and it was incredible we had the leftovers today it was great i had and, yeah. at like 3 a.m today nice um well that's kind of all i have for my update so tell us how your past two weeks have been because yeah i guess we forgot to address that you weren't on the last episode um so you have a lot to update us on it was very personal um yeah, so I'm, like, no longer in a relationship anymore. Um, I was – what was I doing the weekend that you recorded and I wasn't? I think I was moving out, right? No. So, well, last week oh, that happened. Was the week – it was the week that it at least happened. It wasn't – Yeah. When we recorded, it was – you went with your friends Saturday. You – Long story short, I just <laughs> – I'm on the tail end of a three-year relationship. It's just over as of, like, the end of January. And um, I moved out of an apartment that I shared with said person. And um, it just, like, kind of had to be my sole focus um, for the last, like, two weeks of just kind of, like, getting myself home and just being, like, okay. Um, I've still been able to like keep up with running. It's actually been like something that has been helping me because it makes me feel like so accomplished and so proud of myself and so happy. Um, well, obviously just like science, like endorphins, like it's, mm-hmm. it's good. But and you've it, been crushing. Your oh my lives. God. I've been running so fast. This is the fastest I've ever run in my, like, well, not my life because I was. Well, in this training, it. it's the like most consistently fast I feel you've been. Yeah, so just to give you an idea, like, I think it was, like, two Sundays ago, like, th- like today, two weeks ago, when um, things, like, officially ended, and th- that following week, I had PR'd in, like, my three-mile run and my four-mile run. I have been running on the treadmill more, too, so that's kind of part of the reason, because, like, on the treadmill, I feel like I just go faster, but then that's also translated into, like, me going faster um, on the street, just naturally, because I'm mm-hmm. used to doing it or I would be used to doing it on the treadmill and then like so I just what do you I'm just curious what do you run at like what's this pace on the treadmill like miles per hour um shit uh it's a great question I like um, can never I like never feel like doing the math like I'm like is do I do seven outside is that like what is seven I like nine to something 
Um, so five. Do you change a lot or do you stay consistent? Do you change up the speed when you're on the treadmill a lot? I start with whatever feels comfortable, but I Mm -hmm. also am like, don't start any higher than 10 minute miles. Okay. So that's like my first, my, which maybe is a good idea. Maybe it's not. What? Yeah, that's six, six, I I think. And then I think seven is a nine minute mile. Maybe. Yeah, I think it is because I want to say, yeah. Because then when you get into the sevens, you're in the eight-minute pace. Like okay. Eight That's good to know. Yeah. I, like, never and know. Usually, I just kind of just go well, up when I feel like I could run faster and go down when I need to slow down. Oh my God, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I always know six. That's yeah, 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 yeah. And that, I just kind of go based on that. Like, that's just my, like, whatever. My Yeah. I'm, like, I don't – I mean, again, like, the other thing, too, is, like, I, like, force myself to get through it because – I, it's just like I can hold myself accountable. Like I, I, when I'm out running and on the street, I'm just running and just feeling it through. But like on the treadmill, I'm like looking at it and I'm like, all right, we've been at 10 minutes for too long. Like time to move right. up a little faster, mm-hmm. um, which I think has been good. But also like I can't I can't be running on the treadmill too much or else like I won't have knees in like a year. So um, it's really painful, but it, it's it's actually not like I think so. Uh, when I was running, I um just started using like Crunch Fitness um in New York City because it's like the gym that's closest to my office, and I've been running in the middle of the day, which has been really cool. But I can't I can't do like more than four miles during the day because it's just too long for me to be away from um, my desk. But I was I'm doing that, and I think their treadmills are like better quality because and I don't really know a lot about this but so this might just be like a really dumb like uneducated statement right now but truly I think the type of treadmill might matter um because I remember doing runs on like the retro fitness treadmills and after like maybe within a week doing two runs on that treadmill not being able to do a third at all and with these treadmills I feel like it like I don't I haven't really experienced an issue yet with my knee because what I mean I did all when I started running my whole C to 5k and the bridge to 10k like up until I started running 10ks I did it all on the treadmill Mm -hmm. all of it on the treadmill and it was annoying because a lot of the times in the public like at a gym it'll Mm -hmm. shut off after an hour and like I wasn't run like I was running like 11 somethings probably right um so I would have to like restart it and it was so Mm -hmm. annoying yeah (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's like actually true, but all I know is that I've tried to do, I think this was a while ago. I was trying to do like runs um, just on the treadmill, like five miles, four miles. Like I never do more than that because it's just like, it's really terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, I get really bored and it's no fun being on the treadmill after like 40 minutes. Um, Just that's personal for me. Um, Some people can do it, but I used to have so many more issues with my knee basically and I just haven't had an issue at all yet Mm -hmm. and so I I, the only thing I can maybe attribute it to is the fact that they're just completely different kinds of treadmills maybe the ones in retro are like worse but it's all a treadmill so I don't I don't really know why but but long story short like I and I think what's also been helping is the hill interval workouts I've been doing which that's another thing I did the last one I did this past week 
was absolutely incredible. Like I literally got off the treadmill and was like, holy shit, I can't believe I just did that. Also ran the first mile of that. And I was like, I felt like shit. I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. Like I, I don't want to do this right now. And then once I started the first hill interval, I was like, oh my God, what is happening? And so, yeah. So, I mean, maybe, um, break up with your significant other if you want to be fast. Um, <laughs> what else was there? That was, that's been like running for me. And then Friday I did a 16 mile run, which was like life changing. It was great. I was terrified. I did not want to do it. Um, I was telling Brooke, like I was sitting at work and my like resting heart rate was at like a hundred cause I just didn't want to do it. I was so scared cause I've never ran more than I've been so comfortable with these like training plans because I've ran, I knew I've ran a half marathon before training for one. Like I had ran 13 miles, like just sort of naturally on my own, like just wanting to. Right. I think I've talked about that. Like when I was at school and I just started like wanting to run for hours and hours and I got up to like 13 miles, but I never actually ran like the race. And then when training for the race, I like knew I was capable of doing that. So it was never really like nerve wracking at all. But now with this, like the reason I've just been so terrified of the marathon is because it's just something I've never done before. And I don't know what post 13 miles is really going to feel like. But Mm -hmm. again, we surprise ourselves and it starts to just feel like once you do that, you can do 18. Like I'm not scared for a 20 mile run anymore, basically after Friday. Um, I was, I over-prepared just to give you an idea, I, the night before, so I was, I ran on, I ran the 16 mile run this past Friday. I had like an entire bowl of pasta. First of all, I'm being judged by like everyone in my inner circle about how much freaking pasta I've been eating. But I, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> what? I support it. Thank you. But because you understand the need. <laughs> Nobody mm-hmm. else understands. Be like, you're really going to eat that much pasta? I'm like, bitch, have you ever fucking ran more than 15 miles in your life? Like, no. You have no idea. Oh my god, it makes me so it annoys me because, like, first of all, if I really is anyone really giving you that much for it? Yeah, seriously, I'm not joking. (laughs) And the other thing too is, um, even if I wasn't gonna run and I wanted to eat this much pasta, still fuck off. Like, I just can't. I mean, I used to eat that much all the time, like twice a week. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) leave me alone. What's wrong with that? Like, the funny thing is, is like, first of all, I'm not with my life. Like, because I was like. Even tonight, I was like, yeah, okay, can you leave that pasta in there? I'm going to eat that after dinner. And my mom's like, you're going to eat that after dinner? But we're having pasta for dinner. And I was like, you don't get it. Like, you literally don't get it. I have to run 12 miles tomorrow. You don't get it. Um, But anyway, like, I overprepared, and I was really happy because I did not feel tired. Well, I felt tired, obviously, the run. But I did not feel like I – because the 12-mile run I did before 16 – I was only supposed to do 15 for the record and I did 16 because I still had a mile left to the office and I didn't want to start walking. So I just kept running, which was fire. But when I did the 12 mile run, I, I definitely felt like I got to the point of exhaustion. And then with this one, I only needed one gel. Like I brought two, but I only needed one. And the other thing that Brooke was telling me was like, you know, drinking water during is a game changer, which I know that sounds really dumb that I haven't been drinking water, but it's just because I didn't have any way to like drink it while I was out there and Gatorade too yeah well so yeah that's the other thing I've been using the electrolyte pills I've been drinking Gatorade I've been drinking water and I've been like but you've been just using the gels no other sort of food 
No, no other sort of food. And I didn't, and I'm telling you, on the 16-mile run, I didn't even eat the gel until eight miles in. I didn't even need it. And then after that, I felt really great, and then I didn't need to eat again. I ate the gel at eight because I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not super hungry. I don't need this right now, but maybe I won't um, be so – I feel like, yeah, do you want to be, like, proactive? Exactly, exactly. And then I carried a water with me um, because I was like – that you said like it was a game changer you would convince me like it's it needs and the last run to 12 miles I remember being like damn I wish I just had some freaking water like so and like now looking back it's so crazy that I didn't drink water but I attribute that to why I was able to run as fast as I was because I didn't have to like all, everything was taken care of all I had to do was just run like I did I wasn't scared to be exhausted I wasn't scared to be completely dehydrated like and none of those things were holding me back anymore so it was really like it was freezing it was so mm-hmm. cold I told I think I told you this but no joke I was screaming like I was yelling out in pain because of how cold it was because <laughs> I was running in Manhattan I'm near the water the whole time and then up the west side to like a battery park and that was like no joke the wind was whipping I got windburn I was freezing my hand was exposed holding a water bottle and I was like, and it was purple, like my hand was purple. And I was just screaming, like, because I was so freaking cold. And I got through it, though. <laughs> nice. I know last week I told you guys that I felt sick after my 14 oh, mile yeah. and that I got sick. But this week was actually really good when I ran my 15 miles. I mean, I kind of did the same thing as I had done for the 14 miles with fueling. I did dates, applesauce, and then two gels. Oh, actually, I did honey stinger has these stroop waffle mm-hmm. oh yeah that and oh my gosh it was delicious i had the salted caramel one and it was so good um and yeah so i felt really good and i had like drank a lot of gatorade and not the gatorade zero i'd like real gatorade so like it has carbs and calories mm-hmm. um like right after the run and then i did an ice bath which i told oh. you guys on our instagram if you follow mm-hmm. us at love myself podcast and yeah so i did the ice bath and then i just took a normal bath and then I showered and it was fine. And I just had like salad. I had the weirdest dinner. I had a, my mom made a really good salad with like, I think it was like goat cheese and pears and cranberries mm. and whatever. And it was really good. Um, and then I had like chicken nuggets with applesauce. <laughs> like <laughs> it was just like so random. I had a biscuit because my mom got KFC. <laughs> I had a biscuit. <laughs> like it was just so random, but whatever. It was good. And that pretty much helped like I I mean my legs did feel pretty sore until today I mean I also skied yesterday but I did a lot of um, foam rolling and everything and then today on my run I just had the gel and then right when I came back I had um, (laughs) my boyfriend got me like a bunch of really delicious like chocolates for Valentine's Day and there was one I just like picked one I was like this seems good to just like make you know just give me a little something after the run (laughs) and it, it ended up being one that had peanut butter in it like just pure peanut butter oh my god and like they're like they were really good chocolates like from uh you know like a chocolate place like oh okay i agree not like (laughs) not like the store-bought ones like yes like so um and like so it was like pure peanut butter like oh my god i was like this is perfect (laughs) like um for for me post run so i did it in the city and then i had to commute home i was like oh right running out of dinner and I was so happy. Like, earlier in the day, I bought, like, a protein bar when I went to go grab lunch. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I won't eat this. Maybe I don't need it. But I'm just going to get it anyway for my, like, ride home if I'm hungry. Thank God. Because I was sitting on the sh- on the subway. Like, I feel like people thought I was crazy because I was, like, uncontrollably shaking. Because I just needed to replace all the, like, sugars and everything, like, in my body. So I had my water bottle. I'm like, it looks like I'm, like drinking alcohol because I was like taking a sip and like <laughs> taking a sip of the Gatorade and the water like at the same time <laughs> like I was like chasing like vodka with like <laughs> this is funny, like, <laughs> I was drinking it. it was like very like um like I needed to have it mm. I just because it was cold I went from being freezing cold and like my heart rate up and like completely like depleted energy source took me two and a half hours basically to run the whole yeah. thing um, like I said, I was running faster than I literally ever ran. Um, my rant earlier about the um, <laughs> Fitbit turning off was for this specific run. Like I'm fed up at this point because um, that was where it didn't record the first five miles of my run. Mm. But what I immediately saw was that the last 10.6 was like an average pace of 909, which if I'm going to look, I'll look back at some of my last long runs. I had my log up a 10 mile run at the end of January. I did like 930 um my first long run at 9.4 miles was like oh yeah 9:30 so i know that i'm supposed to like i'm usually in the higher nines like and and beyond that range um so i was just really shocked but it was nice like it felt really good um and then yeah afterwards like it took me maybe like an hour to feel better from, but it was nice because all I had to do was like sit on the bus and commute home. So I was mm-hmm. just trying to drink water. I took some of my more of my electrolyte pills. I had Gatorade. I had um, that protein bar. I was just kind of nibbling on it as time went on. Um, so I was I recovered. It was it was a little shocking at first. I was nervous that I was gonna like I don't know pass out on the bus or something. <laughs> I've been but... like so obsessed with Gatorade since I started running. I was like never a Gatorade person, <laughs> and now I love it. And today. There was this – I've never had – well, today I got Gatorade Zero because mm-hmm. it was, like, after my run. So I just, like – what I don't know. They're, I just – I do both. Need to, you need um, calories, yeah. So anyway, it had this berry flavor, and it's really good. I, like, mm-hmm. loved it. And also, I, like, can't believe we forgot to talk about the class we went to No, last I know. Week. And I've been thinking about it this whole time, and I know I'm going to bring it up, but, like – Okay. All right. Keep going. Forgot it, but it's fine. We'll talk about it in a second. But then one other thing – um. I, I was telling Brooke, like, I also wasn't sore right away. Like, okay, yeah. I in my quads a little bit. And honestly, I've been way more sore in my life. Like, I've not, I've been fine. I foam rolled. Nice. Proud of you. And the, yesterday. And I'm like sore. Like, if I try to walk upstairs, like, I definitely feel it in my legs, but not bad. Like, I'm really, I'm not like debilitated. And, you know, maybe I'll take a, ba- a warm bath later and foam roll. It's like, it's just so hard. Like, and this is for anybody who like, I don't know, maybe it's holding you back that like you don't like, you don't think you'll have the time to do it. Like there's, it's never ideal. Like you never really have the time to do all this stuff. And there's always going to be like, I feel like any race you're training for, there's always going to be a week where life gets in the way. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and I feel like I'm, I mean, I'm just more concerned with mileage per week. I feel like as long as you do that, like, I mean, unless you're going for like specifically for a PR or something, like, I don't know. I feel like for me, some ways you could just break it up. In my head, like I'm so much crazier over the long runs than I am the smaller ones Mm. because I just think about it and I'm like, 
if I skip a four mile run, it doesn't feel as significant as if I skip like a long run because I just yeah want to feel like I've done the long duration like workouts as as many of them as I needed to do because that's what I'm going to be doing in the race like right and like I said I think I've went through this before on this podcast like I'm not going to get to the day of the marathon and be like damn I should have done that well I mean I I think you've been crushing it though you've been doing a lot of like mile trials you've been doing hill runs you've been like getting in the long runs like you've been I think doing everything you should be so yeah Yeah. and it feels like I am training the (laughs) fact that I could do 60 miles on Friday was like that was that I feel like I turned a page in this whole thing of like Mm -hmm. I know I can do 20 I know I at this point now it's gonna be hard but I know I can do the full I know I can do the full race like I know it. that's great 20 I think at this point not would it feel easy but it feels very 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 doable just based on how my run went on Friday and then Mm -hmm. from there like yeah, the last six are bullshit for everybody. So like, <laughs> but it's only <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel like I think I could get to twenty, and then like I think I could definitely finish. Like, because then I think about it, I'm like, okay, I get to twenty, and if I'm feeling like sort of the same way I was feeling at the end of the sixteen, literally, I think to myself, oh, okay, so five and change, I've done five. Right? And yeah, like, that's it. It's over. And then like, what? Think about it. You're at twenty three miles. You're like, um, okay, I have two left. I'm not gonna not like. <laughs> I mean, we. S- we say that but I don't, I don't know people might be laughing at us like we, we've never hit the wall if you don't know no. you know people say I the know. last the no, last 10k is the second half so like we're like just a 10k but it's not gonna feel like that <laughs> it's just i'm so curious i know <laughs> can't wait also can wait though because yeah also. um yeah. i know it's such a long life update but because I like know. i think with the two episodes like this week it was just like I feel like we we said so much on the, the both of those <laughs> to wrap up and so much has happened between then and now and it's just I like know. <laughs> but I know. yeah I think we the class that we took on Wednesday was so much fun yeah we went to studio air in Montclair um shout out to Linda for setting that up for us um it was amazing it was very hard <laughs> yeah, extremely hard hardest workout I've ever done in my life no I'm then I'm not even like you because you know what it's it's all upper body strength and oh, yeah I, I was it. not ready <laughs> for it maybe, we took like I, the beginner class <laughs> well okay so first of all like we had to take a class that wasn't even like a pole dance oh, yeah. class because yeah. we don't know anything yet and that class was extremely hard, so I can't even imagine, like, what the Yeah, we were like, oh, Linda, we'll come to your class. And she was like, okay, so I teach, like, <laughs> the third tier <laughs> class on the intro. Um, <laughs> there's, like, beginner and intro. Like, we did – she was like, you can take the beginner. No, I'm just kidding. She didn't say that. But I was like, we should take well, the beginner. And I'm glad we did. The intro class is really, like – because if you don't know any of the moves at all, I can't imagine like a, be- a beginner. Yeah, class it's basics well. first. Like that's with everything, every sport yeah. running, you know, you start small. You but know. also, I just think when I think about like a pole dance class, I would never think like I would have to like learn. Not to be an asshole, but like, I don't know. I just didn't. I, yeah, I thought it was, it was a lot harder than I expected. Yeah, it was really, really hard. I, like, but it was fun. And also, I feel like we just because there's just so much I didn't know about it, like what actually goes into like the moves and stuff like that, and how 
you're like, I guess, you know what I mean? Like, you just see it. Like, I, I mean, I watched the movie Hustlers, like, whatever. You see people, like, do I it saw Magic like, Mike. Yeah. You see I saw like, JLo at the Super Bowl. Like, oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. So she's just like dancing around and like holding herself up. But then, like, you try it and you're, it looks terrible when you do it. And oh my like, gosh. Yeah. Oh. Holy shit, like, this is, like, an athlete, this person. And, and we had our instructor, Pepe, he was amazing and was so good. Every time he did it, it looked so effortless and controlled. Oh like, no joke, was- he was, like, holding himself up, like, out from the pole, like, with his legs in the air. And I was like, oh, cool, looks easy. And then I do it, and I can't even do it. I was like, oh, wait, I don't have that. Sh- I, like, like can't it's one of those get things up. where, like, you go to actually do it, and you're like, wait a minute. I'm not going to be able to do this. I was like, <laughs> okay, so I just like put my hands here and then I get up and there was one like move where like you put your, your arm like all the way at the top and the other one all the way at the bottom. And then you had to just like lift your legs. I was like, my legs are not going to come off the ground. <laughs> it was amazing yeah but it's a lot of fun we'll definitely be back i'm i'm excited to get better at it um Um, and also we're we're going to have our first event there on april 4th so we'll have more details for you soon but um that's our first event on the podcast because she is an inspiring person and yeah. I won't say much more than that because you'll get to know her um, yes. when we talk to her on here but she just has like one of the coolest outlooks on confidence and like working out and like this type of stuff and like just on life in general and I think that having her on is probably going to be like the best episode ever because she's just positive vibes and yeah just awesome like you're gonna want to go yeah you guys are gonna want to go to a class for sure and she's going to be leading a class at our event Mm -hmm. so you guys will get to meet her as um, well being in tune with your body and like and being confident and and stuff like that it's all like the class is sort of made for that so it's it's gonna be really cool i'm excited yeah i'm so excited that's like that's like the full – is that like the full life update? I feel like in the other episode I was talking more about my sad breakup life. Yeah. We'll get to that a little more. Um, I just want to do a couple shout-outs. Um, okay. We have our friend Nick who's a listener um, as well. Really? He's been – well, I think he's listened to a couple. He's been really supportive. So I want to shout-out to Nick. He's been crushing his runs he's lately. so bad. I don't know what to do. Like I'm always oh. like – Good for you, but and like also not for nothing. I feel like I forget. Like he he ran in college, so I yeah. don't know why. I'm like, yeah, he so ran at Rutgers. Yeah, um, I'm not actually surprised, but like, it's yeah, just, but he's it's, so he's my only friend on Strava. <laughs> so like, I like see his runs all the time. So like, literally every time I go on Strava, it's just him. He's the only one I follow. Um, if you guys are on Strava, follow me. <laughs> I don't know, but he like he. Just, I have that app. Crushed. I just don't use it. He crushed a 13 miles, 6, 18 mile pace. What the heck is that? What is that? I can't even do that for one mile. Like, oh I, I think he did another a, six, a 12 miler, 632 pace. Like he's just crushing it lately. So just want to shout out to you. Also, shout out to my dad. He went on his first C to 5K run today. <gasps> and I'm so proud of you, dad. And I was like, oh, were you, like, you were able to do like the full minute, like the full time running that you were supposed to run. And he was like, yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, run all the time, and I was like, all right, like, <laughs> you don't force my dad to go to the park with me tomorrow. 
Yeah, I want to. I know I want to go on a run for, with my dad. I think it'll be so much fun. Um, oh my god, I love yeah. that. Yeah, dad's getting yeah. fit. Twenty twenty. Yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cute. I mean, yeah. Okay, know. but yeah, that's all I have. Do you want to intro us into our topic that will? kind of breeze through I guess because we had such a long update but um, um yeah what are what are we kind of talking about well last time we did an episode and we talked about like communication and relationships and stuff and it was just kind of relevant with valentine's day um and I think it's still kind of relevant sort of and, well I mean it's relevant um, to your life and what you're going through and I think it's just a good opportunity for us to kind of talk to people about like when maybe communication goes wrong and kind of that kind of how that led to what happened with you and yeah and I mean yeah out of like obviously full respect for the other person involved like I try to just talk about like what I think I learned from being in a three-year relationship and like living with somebody for like a large part of that and I think overall just a lot of like the issues that we had were sort of rooted in like not really approaching situations the same way. I think like I sort of take like a very, I feel my way through life basically. Like I'm the type of person that, you know, I'm just sort of like reacting as I go. And um, when I'm communicating things, it's kind of through like a lens of like, this is how this makes me feel like this is how this makes me feel. And I mean, not for nothing, it's not always easy to talk about how you feel. So that is like another factor in it. But I think he would come from a perspective of like, okay, this is a problem. How do we solve it? Or like, this is an issue. What are the steps we take to get? It was more of a like analytical, like like a logical approach to life and situations. And I just think that that could cause problems here and there because we – it was hard to it was hard to communicate that way because he would say one thing and I would take it one way and I'd be like what the hell and then you know and vice versa and I think it's 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 baffling in a way too because I feel like I have such successful friendships I feel like I am an over communicator and I, I I like to think I'm really good at it but then you always there's there's certain situations there's certain relationships and there's certain like people in your life that it kind of reveals to you that like there's just people that are so different from you and there's different from yours that you're going to meet situations and people that it's not going to be as clear and you're not going to be, it's not going to be smooth sailing. Yeah. Um, I think what we talked about when we recorded last is like how we approach arguments, how we like talk to, you know, other people, whether friendship relationship, like it all comes from like our previous experiences, like how you argued with your parents, how you worked through things with them, you know, or any prior like romantic relationships. And like, it's also based on your insecurities and like prior traumas and things like that. And so sometimes like you think maybe you come off one way, but like because of something that someone else has experienced, it's just like a totally different thing in their head and sometimes like you can work through that and communicate it and like the other person can understand but sometimes like you're just on different playing fields and I feel like that's why a lot of the times people are attracted to people who grew up similarly to them yeah because they kind of know how to work through things and like know how it's going to affect the other person that but I think there's also times where certain situations have run their course and it's not it's not getting better and I think that like 
part of me like was beginning to realize that and do you feel like I mean I mean I know we've talked on offline about it like that it took you a long time to get to that point where you feel like you exhausted all your efforts can you talk a little bit about kind of how you did finally come to that decision yeah and a lot of it did have to do with like the way I was communicating at towards the end at least when I had kind of had my mind made up like some of the words that I had said were were different and that's what made the conversation go differently but a lot of the time I maybe just would feel like I would explain myself explain myself and not feel heard or not feel like validated um and it would linger with me and it wouldn't wouldn't necessarily always go away like in like I feel like um in the beginning it was like oh okay well like that was just one one situation or that was just one fight and it sort of then began to feel like okay maybe this isn't one situation maybe this is like a pattern of behavior on both ends too like I'm not saying it was like he wasn't like I wasn't I wasn't just you know the victim I'm not I don't think I was just the victim like I think mm-hmm. there were things I was doing that was making him upset and uncomfortable or like not feel like we were fully accomplishing anything when it came to like an argument we'd have or like a bad situation maybe um I wasn't always um definitive in in sort of okay this is how we're going to fix this going forward right Um, I kind of want to talk like you say definitive and I think you went into the breakup very definitive like kind of knowing what you were doing and how do you think that that's do you think that's helped you kind of in like the past few weeks how you've been getting over it yeah a thousand percent like I think well so part of it was we had been we had had like a little we had like a fight I guess about a full week before um, we had the conversation of, before you had the breakup. <laughs> yeah, like the conversation of, like, that was the thing. So we weren't talking about this, and this wasn't like a thing. And like this wasn't. Yeah, you kind of avoided it like that whole week, right? You guys like weren't well, even communicating at all. It. I was just like trying to decide, like, is this the point where I do this? Do I actually mm-hmm. walk away from this? Because I didn't like. He asked me that too. He's like, "How long have you known?" I'm like, "What do you mean? Like, I, I've known as of right the second that I've wanted to do this." of course I haven't there's been things I haven't been happy about like for a little while there's been little things here and there that have put like little seeds of doubt in my head that when I we do approach a new argument I do think about those things and I'm like well like is this beginning to pile up sort of Mm -hmm. of, because again like this isn't a relationship where like anything was blatantly wrong like he wasn't a bad person I'm not well I'd like to think I'm not a bad person but it's debatable um but a perspective but um like again nothing nobody did anything to the other mm-hmm. person like, it wasn't there was nothing like outwardly wrong where you're like okay well you did this so I need to go like I whatever right so it more or less like there was like I said we had a fight on a on a day and it was like a fight that we tended to have kind of often just sort of based on like an inability to communicate the right way and a bunch of other things like things we didn't see eye to eye on and um again the fact that he's not going to come on a podcast and defend himself i don't really want to get into like the details of it right. because yeah super personal too but like um just if that gives like the gist of it and then you know usually we solve things right away but we kind of went through a period of like just not really talking to each other and that kind of gave me a little bit of space to be like I mean, to think about it with, like, 
in yourself, yeah. like without being not to say that like he would try to sway you one way or the other, but sometimes you do need to like take that step back and like think well, without being in the environment, you know? Yeah. And like see like what what is life like not right here with you in this studio apartment. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? I, yeah. Can I see beyond all this and and by the end of the week, like I could. And like mm-hmm. again, it's not like you don't want to come to that conclusion. Like I wasn't like, yeah, great. I yeah. Like, awesome let's do this I was like I don't fucking want to do this. well I feel like you did like for a long time like you did exhaust the efforts like you tried and you worked on it yeah we both did and I think yeah then that was the other thing too was like my, my mom was saying to me like you know if this is something that you have this conversation with him you may be surprised like he may not be totally happy either like mm-hmm. you know you guys haven't had like that like we hadn't had like a conversation of like what are we doing here right so do you feel like it was time. pretty mutual um towards not initially in the first beginning of the conversation but Mm -hmm. um he had you know after the fact been like you know I think this is a good idea so but do you think like he was blindsided at all or um no okay (laughs) yeah Um, I mean I also yeah go for it there had been like things that I had said that sort of knew like where he kind of knew I was because I had gone home for the weekend and I was away for a little bit and coming back, I it was like clear that I wanted to have a very serious conversation. So it wasn't like completely. And that was the other thing too, was like, that wouldn't have been fair either if I had just totally been like, nope, I'm not going back. You know, or like, mm-hmm. you know, done anything like, like differently. I think I went about it like the best way I could. Right. And I want to thank you for being so honest with us and like as open as you can be, you know, while still being respectful. But do you think you can like sum up three things that you've learned, like just from the relationship and the breakup? Mm -hmm. Like, can you sum that up? Yeah. So I think, um, I think you have to be really like, I think it's, it was hard for me to like right now, you're just like a certain type of person when you're in these relationships and you really can't say, Oh, well, I shouldn't have done this or I shouldn't have done that. Like, I think one of the big things for me was even though I had some doubts and even though I had some issues that maybe had happened a month before, two months before things actually ended, like I don't, I can't sit here and fault for myself for not doing it any, not doing anything sooner because I've said this to Brooke time and time again, like I had to come to all this stuff on my own and I had to like, it's not an easy thing to do to like walk away from a situation that like isn't the worst situation in the world, but it also isn't the best. And to try to say to yourself, like, you know, I'm, I'm still really young. I'm 25, but I'm not super, super young. There's kids my age, kids my age. Exactly. Um, (laughs) I mean, I think I don't think you can say anything about like what people are doing. I think people are single to their how you know till their day they die, and people have kids in high school. So like, there's no, no... I know, and I'm not trying to say that, but I am saying like there is a level of if I leave this, like I'm alone now, you know, and and you and like you you can choose to like live in fear of that and stay in situations Mm -hmm. that maybe don't serve you a hundred percent anymore or you can be brave and you can choose to think that there's something out there that that is like a better fit for you and like that's the scary part is like not knowing that um and so for anybody if they're going through it right now like it's 
definitely come to the decision on your own. Like, don't mm-hmm. just do it because somebody's telling you to do it or don't just do it because you, in the in that split second, are, like, mad about that one certain fight. Like, I think um, I think it, it's okay to, like, take your time and make a decision like that, like, as slowly right. as you want to. But with, that, with respect of, like, not hurting another person because I had thought to myself, like, okay, you know, obviously, like, I, like I said, I had a little doubts for a a decent amount of time, but not to the point where I felt like I was hurting him by still being there. Mm -hmm. Like once that, maybe that day. (laughs) And that was part of the conversation that I had with him was like, listen, like I've made up my mind now and it doesn't do anything good for me or you, for me to stay here. Like, any longer than yeah so and that's like a hard thing to say yeah I mean it definitely is hard and I I mean you're so brave I think for doing what you did and I think that I mean you know it's hard to walk away you guys did have an apartment together like and I mean you did love him still you know like that wasn't anything different so part two of that was like I I showed up to that conversation prepared with prepared for the outcome that like with a clear direction of where I knew it needed to go. And that was another thing that um, I think it was really hard for me to do. And not in the, like in the past, I just felt like maybe we would have like, we would like attempt to resolve an argument. And I never felt like I was leaving the argument with like, okay, no, yeah, this is going to be great. Maybe I would mm-hmm. say I did, or maybe I thought I did. And then after a while I'd be like, where did all that go? Um, but this time I think it was helpful that I was away and I had my space and I had made up my mind, but like, yeah, I mean, I think that's really important when you're going into certain conversations to kind of know your game plan and know what you want your end goal to be. And if you want to be influenced by it, like, are you open to work? You know, like, I feel like you kind of have to know, Mm -hmm. expect different scenarios, maybe what they're going to say and kind of know what you're going to do, like regardless or you know, depending and whatever. And I think that you did that really well. And I think that that just makes it easy. And I mean, as easy as it can be, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that would be my other point about like, to kind of go off of like the idea of communicating. Like if you know you're the type of person that can get carried away in a, in a conversation, like it's, it sounds really silly, but I literally had a note on my phone of like the things I did the definitive statements and the things that like the like a statement of like you can't change my mind this is where I'm at like this is why I feel this way here's here's an example um you know so at the time it feels weird because you're like am I really this idiot that is like freaking making like a note card like I my friends and I in college like used to joke like when we had other situations where like my one friend would go like have to break up with a guy and we'd be like all right, what are you going to say? Write down your index card. and then before you <laughs> Let me just pull this out real quick. <laughs> because, like, we were, like, not for nothing, like, as good of a communicator as you think you can be, like, when you're in those situations, it's not. Yeah, I am you know, not good under pressure. And, like, no. me and my boyfriend got in an argument recently because I just, I, I didn't want to do the argument because I'm bad in arguments. Like, I just kind of, I need to think about what I need, like, I, what I want to say, and I'm just, I'm not good at it. Uh-huh. 
I'd be one to pull out a note card. <laughs> I think that's fine because especially like when your emotions are in play, like you just, eh. that's exactly what it is. Is like, you're not in the right headspace to think clearly enough all the time. Sometimes you are, but well, like, especially if you're like actually in a toxic relationship where like they gaslight you and like make you feel a certain oh, way, like you're not, you're, yeah. you, you can't go off script, you know? That's like, totally, <laughs> yeah, that's a total, that's like one side of the spectrum of it. But even on yeah. the other side, like where it's not like that, or, or maybe it, it, there's like an ounce of that in there where you feel like, because when you're sitting across from somebody that you lived with for years, you love them, like you don't want to hurt them. Like you don't want to see them upset. Like you don't want to, like, and so when you're sitting there and they're saying, well, no, like, why are we doing this? Like, you're, everything's fine. Like, why don't you just come back? Like, all stuff. not that that was the conversation that I had, but like, just an example, like, you're like, oh no, you know, it all just comes like flooding <laughs> back and you're like, oh no. And yeah. you're more like, you may be inclined to do like, not go with what you had said. Like when, but when you have it on paper, I feel like you remember like why you were writing it down you remember right. like why it was important to write it down it's more of the important part not necessarily like how well you deliver it in the moment it's more like no I wrote this down because this happens and I need to do what I wanted to do when I wrote it down and what I wanted for myself when I initially wrote this piece of paper and right. you, can, you can take yourself back and you could step away and you could be like no this is what we're doing this is what I wrote down this is what I want like that's it and yeah I mean that's not easy to do but um that would be like another you know piece of advice but again like I'm still super young and we're both still you know going through it and like learning how to do these things and I think um with time we'll be a lot wiser about it but it's just it's hard when you're young and you like you don't know what your life is going to be yet so like yeah you know in the blink of an eye now I'm on a completely different path, like a complete 180 from what I was on two weeks ago. So it, that's, I think, another hard thing. And like, it's heavy. Like I, like the Monday I was fine. And then like Tuesday, so it happened on a Sunday night. And so Monday I was at work. I was like, it was okay. Um, but then like, okay, so I was going to my friends. That was the other thing. Like I was still with my friends. I hung out. I've right. been trying to be with my friends for as much as possible. As yeah. much as possible. <laughs> like, I've been loving you being around the corner. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. I'm just, I'm literally doing my absolute best. I'm saying yes to every single person who's like, can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do mm-hmm. this? Um, and making an effort to do that because it's, it, it's helpful. But so Monday I knew I was going to my friend's house to watch The Bachelor at night and I had been fine. So I'd been fine all day. I had like something to look forward to. I love watching The Bachelor. I love <laughs> my friends. And so I knew I was sleeping there too. So I was like, great. And I hadn't seen that friend yet. So I was excited. And, but then <laughs> I really want to take out from this one place and it was five o'clock and I looked it up and it was close. And so I started crying. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but like, obviously it's not what it was about, but like, it's like little things and you kind of just like, however you're going to have your moments, like it's, you just let them happen. But yeah. And then like Tuesday, you know, I, left work a little bit early and I um moved all my stuff out and like again my mom and I were on a freaking mission getting everything out as quickly as we possibly could I think we did it in like literally an hour it felt like moving out of college but like on like (laughs) fast mode way worse yeah we're just like throwing shit in the car we're parked illegally it was like wild but then like at the very last like 
my mom was in the car and I had to go grab like one more thing and I went back in and I just was like I lost it I was like because it's like I loved that apartment like I loved being there like and I knew that okay this is like if I see this apartment again I'm not gonna be in this same headspace anymore and also the adjustment to commuting from home is hard like it's lonely I've read four books yeah you've been reading so many books (laughs) oh my goodness sending me into like this weird like spiral of like I mean you've been I mean it's great that you have running and friends and like books to like you know just melt into and I think um I think the first thought of when you go through something like this is to just sort of like stop living um which is fine if you have to do that like do that but the whole thing is like when you start picking back up the thing like back up like the things you really love it's it helps like it you don't want to do it but it helps Mm -hmm. you know and so I think it's like trying to find a balance of like letting yourself just like die and like be like a piece of shit and like or just like useless um and just like feel your way through that but also like I didn't I could have let myself stop running and that would have been completely fine but I knew like I mean scientifically it was going to make me feel better but also accomplishing my goals and still feeling like I can I'm my own person and I set these goals for me and not for anybody else and like I'm still gonna get them done and I'm still gonna run this marathon and I'm gonna be more proud of myself that I did it through something that going through something that like is extremely hard Mm -hmm. is is gonna feel a thousand times better so like why would I stop you know yeah and I mean I think you're putting out a great message to anyone that's kind of I mean, whether you're going through something or if you're just single and kind of like need something, I mean, exercise is great and, (laughs) and, you know, finding a hobby and everything. And I kind of just want to talk a little to if just as as we're having this conversation and like kind of seeing you go through this breakup and just other people close to me who have been through it and kind of how like I'm reflecting on it. And like, Mm -hmm. I think especially as you get older, being in a relationship, I've been, you know, I've been with my boyfriend for two years now. And like, you just start to look at things a little more seriously. And like, kind of we're at the point where it's like you stay with someone forever or you break up and that's kind of how it goes and like I've been really trying to communicate better it's something that I really have struggled with I think just like I never really had a serious relationship Mm -hmm. um we we joked when we record our Valentine's Day episode about my first breakup with my boyfriend who wouldn't call me his girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) he was like he never would call me his girlfriend he'd be like we're not dating and I'd be like right so um my boyfriend um (laughs) um so yeah that was my only breakup even though we didn't break up because we weren't dating um but anyway I've been really just trying to communicate better and like it is hard to be honest like I feel like a lot of the times like problems in relationships are miscommunication because you're not like explaining it fully or like telling them why you feel that way and I think mm -hmm. you like go into something and you think oh yeah I'm gonna explain this and you spit it all out and then like you're not seeing it from the other person's perspective. So, like, you could say this whole one thing, you think it was really great, and then they're like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And, like, be- just because, like you said earlier, like, you come to things, you come to everything with your experience, your perspective, but that's could be, like, black and white from somebody else's. Yeah, you know and you mean? also have to be, like, willing to listen to them, like, when they give you the feedback, yeah. and hopefully, like, they're open and honest, too. And I think, like, well, as – um, I said in the last episode that I ha- didn't say now, which I will repeat, was 
um, being open and honest like that, I think I said it as like a cycle of like being careful with how you say things because I, I feel like there's certain people or there's certain relationships I've had where like things have been said that create an immediate roadblock of like, you feel like you can't open up anymore because if you sit, if you cross a line and you Mm -hmm. go too far, it sort of closes you back up again. I want to say the thing with that though, like, I don't think you should say anything out of emotion, but sometimes I think people are scared to say things though about how they truly feel because like they're scared that it's going to mean that you're going to break up. But when you're yeah, but there's a difference between being like there's a difference between being like you fucking suck or I mean I don't know I yeah I mean you have to watch your words but I just want to say that sometimes I feel that I've been scared to say things because and like people are scared to say what they truly feel because they don't want to break up but like when you're this age like you have to realize that even if you don't think that they're gonna like what you say on the other end they may not like how you react but like that you have to be your full self in a relationship like what is the point of not being honest and then, like, eventually it's going to come back around. Like, even, like, sometimes people don't want to argue. But, like, if it's something that's going to bother you again, like, you have yeah. to talk about it. Like, you have no, to like, have no, those right. conversations. And, like – But just, being, like, balancing that with a level of care of, like – Yeah. If the more you hurt somebody, the less they're going to feel close to you and open enough or at least, like, confident enough that you'll be – you'll – you'll like, being sensitive to somebody else's, like – Yeah. Feeling. And I mean, I, but still say it, but just be careful how you say things because it can Well, be... I feel like it's kind of funny because I actually, I'm not trying to like brag or anything. I think everybody has like their own issues in their relationship, but I think being with a per like a person that's level-headed, mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh, kind of God. makes like that easy. Like when my, my boyfriend and I, we just had an argument yesterday to be honest, but like it, it, it's not hard to not say things that are hurtful because we're like we're having a conversation there's yeah, like we don't yeah, really yeah. like we're not yelling at each other like we can talk about things that we disagree with and like still be calm and like explain and I think just yeah. like <laughs> people yeah. are so easy to get on the defensive but when you communicate about even like we did talk more about this again when we recorded like talk using I statements and like things like that like when you're not coming at it from such a defensive or like yeah blaming it on the other person like when you are just talking like normal people and having respect for each other <laughs> like yeah. conversations go pretty well <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, agree. I agree so I don't know I don't I just think it could set off because like I don't know if something also is you if you're not saying things when you feel them in a level-headed way and you miss like two or three opportunities to do that and then something happens and you just freak out you're not freaking out because you're an asshole you're freaking out because this is something that you are really bothered by and you haven't felt validated or you haven't felt like you feel like you haven't like addressed it or Mm -hmm. you haven't felt heard yet and it's just like sometimes with a yeah with a highly emotional situation you can just sort of like not even mean to but just lash out but the, the impact of that sometimes can be so so bad like and it it can really be extremely detrimental, like far beyond what, you know, you, you really think or, and I think that it's not worth it. Um, so you're right. But I just think it's not always like the ideal perfect situation where you're like, every fight is like a conversation. It's like, sometimes like you don't get that conversation, then you don't get that conversation. And like, then it's, oh shit. Like you're saying something you, you mean, but you don't like you could have said better. I guess. Yeah. Um, 
and it's it's just it's human like it's it's human um and i think just trying to like avoid that um but if it does happen like i don't know like maybe that's not your person that like yeah exactly and i think like you have to sometimes accept that like yeah yeah, it's hard but yeah because it gets you to that point it's like you know maybe that's not right maybe you're Mm -hmm. too sensitive maybe not that you're too sensitive but like maybe it's just not imagined that way you Mm -hmm. know like maybe you're not the same level um yeah how sad yeah well that was kind of um a down episode but um we do have a game that's kind of funny are you ready to get into that yes but also um i closing remarks what closing remarks no i was just gonna say um i did a really great uh single girl valentine's day on the heels oh yeah for myself and just to share if you're single like you can really um be just obsessed with yourself for like a full 24 hours and like it's the best but i overheard a guy in my office who was like and this is so funny because i I, this is the attitude i had all friday i bought myself flowers i went and hung out and had sushi with my friends we got like champagne i did my run i like cried because i was so proud of myself for this run I got my hair cut yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. I, I, I might my, get my hair cut this week. <laughs> I hung out with my best friend um, from college. I brought her flowers and chocolate. And we. Made and you guys fondue. did fondue. Ugh, we I went like, to the bar. I told every man at the bar that he was trash. I had like the <laughs> best time. No joke, Brooke. I literally said out loud, men are trash. I turn around and there's a guy handing me a green tea shot. And I was just like, this is, again, a situation where you think you're not you're doing things to avoid male attention and they still seem to love it did you take it yeah i freaking i love a green tea shot anyway they're not trash but it was just funny and um i just like i just lived my best life and oh yeah i was saying i overheard this guy at work and i feel like it was just it summed up like my mindset for um the whole holiday was he was like some girl was like, Valentine's Day is the worst if you're single. Which, okay, I just mocked her, but and but I get it. Like, I know it makes some people really sad. But if it does make you really sad, like, just remember that it's, like, a commercialized holiday. It's really just for the businesses to make extra money. Like, it's not really about, like, the relationship. It's literally about capitalism. <laughs> the other thing was, um, he was like, well, he responded. He was like, no. He's like, no. Like, you are you got it all wrong. Like, you're single on Valentine's Day? All you gotta do is love yourself, yo. He was like, it was so funny. I was like, yo, put him on the podcast. <laughs> I could have been recording it because it could have been like our That was a missed project. opportunity. He was like, yeah, he's like, he goes, just take care of yourself. Like, do good shit for yourself. Like, go get yourself some good food. Like, he was just going on about like how you could just like only focus on yourself that day. He's like, I gotta love other people. I was like, what? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he's like, you're lucky. Like, he's like, I gotta like, I had a daughter. I gotta get her some, you know, candy. And like, it was, he was like joking, but because obviously he loves his daughter. But like, right. he's right though. Like all that energy that you would focus on somebody else that you would like take out on a date or that you would like go get like a gift for, do it for yourself. <laughs> and then you're yes. on the receiving end of and it. And also you don't even need Valentine's Day. Like just do it for no yourself any day. No a better gift giver than to themselves. Like what do you even mean? Like you know exactly <laughs> what you want. Like then what? Exactly. Like, Treat yourself. And the, right? that's- like, imagine like, imagine this. 
you, you're in a relationship and it's the greatest thing in the world and all you wanted was Italian food, but he brought you to a sushi place. You have to <laughs> smile through that and be like, thanks, honey. When all you really wanted was pasta and now you're not going to get well, that. Well, that's why you should food. always be honest when somebody says, what do you want? Don't say you don't know, but. All right. Sorry. I'm making You've exhausted. <laughs> Yeah. I'm making for it because um, and whatever. You can play Okay. So the game that we're going to play today is not really a game. We just kind of asked um for people's worst date stories. So I just okay. texted you three mm-hmm. short ones and I kind of have two longer ones. So you start okay. with the first one. Okay, this isn't me, but this is somebody <laughs> else's story, but I'm going to read it cuz it's like funny. Um okay, worst date. My ex and I decided to go out after being broken up. Well, this is already terrible. <laughs> Okay. He said he was considering marriage. Like with her. Like wanted with to her. marry her. Yeah. And then this is like word for word from this person. So. And then she gets, what? Question mark. I said I didn't want that. The combo was semi-normal after. But when the waiter brought out the food, he said, wrap these up right now. Oh, my God. Super awkward for me. And the waiter, lesson learned, don't go out to dinner with your exes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like that's one of those things where like. Then it starts off like as like oh I probably shouldn't do this but like whatever fuck it and then it's it it a train wreck like, <laughs> dumpster fire <laughs> like cool. what you guys are broke up out of nowhere you get dinner just to like you know whatever catch up and he says he wants to marry you that uh, is crazy don't try being friends don't try being friends with your exes <laughs> okay. Um, this one, um, this girl went on a Tinder date. Um, okay. He said he was 6'5", Texas, formerly a Texas A&M football player. Ooh. Yep. Um, I, know, I know where so, this is going. <laughs> this girl gets there. And whatever, not to, there's nothing wrong. Uh, we always say love yourself. Nothing wrong with who you are, but I don't yeah. support catfishing. And this guy shows up, not a 6'5", formerly, te- maybe a formerly Texas A&M football yeah. player, but he is like a 5'7 dude, 400 pounds, and also said beforehand that he worked at like a nearby like medical clinic or uh-huh. something. Turns out he's a patient there. It's a mental hospital. He's a patient and his chaperone was across the bar oh that is okay so so um bye (laughs) oh my god okay look that's really sad because do you i mean like and like no like it just puts you in an awkward situation when you lie because it's like am i a jerk for like running out of there but you just lied to me like i don't i'm not cool with that no i i'm on the same page there and that's so crazy but like i get it I get why people like are insecure about that. That's really like, I mean, look, I just think that that's so like to rope somebody else into yeah. like a situation like that. I just feel like I could never, but maybe, you know, if he's, if he's that insecure about it, he was just being bold. And wild yeah. And, like, also just, I'm going to put a plug for online dating because I met my boyfriend online. So even though that was a horrible date. Just putting the plug, but the range of experiences you can get from just like oh yeah, you never know to meet someone in public that you literally know nothing about. It's like person roulette. It's like you find out (laughs) how many wild people there are in the world outside of your inner circle that you've selected for those reasons. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, all right, next one. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize that was me. America, hold on, coming in hot. Okay, 
Guy asked my body count within the first five minutes. Bye. When he found out it was super low, he asked me what was wrong with me <gasps> because I'm hot and seem cool. So what was the deal? That's my least favorite thing I've ever I heard. literally hate that. I, I hate the standard that, like, if it's too low, like, you're a prude. And if it's too high, you're a slut. <laughs> just, 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 it, all of it is just, like, a stu- super stupid generalization about people. Um, I think... I, I mean, me personally, if it's, like, from somebody, like, hundreds of people, yeah, maybe I, that just doesn't work for me. And, like, what are you looking for? But that's the only situation where I can see myself being, like, a judgmental asshole about that. And also, yeah. like, there's also part of me that, like, you, you, I just don't even have to know. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um <laughs> This That's, one. Like, there's nothing to say about that other than like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Terrible. Okay, so um, before meeting for a first date, this person got into a car accident, oh slid God. slid on a ramp, was in a Ram Charger truck. The truck turned sideways. He knocked down two lampposts. Oh <laughs> um, the way they described it was, it was sliding, hit a lamppost, boom, hit another lamppost, boom. <laughs> and then went on the date um couldn't even open the door on the driver's side of the car because that's where he hit the lamppost but the truck still ran okay so spoiler this is my dad and my mom's first date story but the funniest thing was that yes it is when my dad (laughs) called me to tell me the story he was like and so i'm thinking like is this a sign of things to come like But he said, no, we went on the date and had a good time. And they're uh, married, I think, 30 years this year. So, I mean, I guess it worked out. But he said, and of course, this was a lesson learned. Dad, this is the dad quote at the end. He said, so, yeah, you know, don't think that you could drive just because you got a four-wheel drive that you can drive on the ice. It still slides. It still slides. I thought you were going to say something like, don't let, like, a car accident ruin your night. Nope. It's a dad quote about four-wheel drive. So just don't trust the four-wheel drive. Still don't go out when it's icy. Oh, my God. Okay, that's the only thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, all right. Well, we have have two more, so give us us one. It was a boy. Okay. The first girl I went on a date with in New York City. But it doesn't have to be. Oh, you're right. Anyway. But it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just didn't. I thought you only asked like our girlfriend if I said that. Okay. Um, anyway, I know all of our girlfriends are straight. Um, but anyway, um, the first girl I went on a date with in New York City via dating app had a lisp, and I couldn't help but laugh. So it was a very short date. Oh, that's <laughs> hard. It's hard though. Like I feel like sometimes there's even just like, I mean, even I think somebody would be annoyed if I talked, you know, and I I just couldn't, you know, talk without doing this. Or it's like Janice from Friends. Yes. <laughs> oh my. Chandler yeah. Bing. <laughs> like, um, okay. I mean, okay. I don't know. I guess because like I didn't, I don't know. I'm about to encounter what it's like to maybe online <sighs> at some point in yeah. the future, near future, but I'm taking um, a break from the world right now. But when I do eventually have to, um, find a man in the wild um and may potentially use dating apps for that uh i will definitely have more to say on that but and i'd like to think i'm one of those people who's like don't touch among my but it's just kind of like 
what we do. Like we're human mm-hmm. beings and we suck and we're just like, well, <laughs> you're not cute or like you have like a thing on. I don't know. Whatever. Well, we could do a whole episode on like that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I feel. Catch me in a year and I'll have probably like a, a couple stories. Day. Yeah. Um, well, we look forward to hearing them, but um, we have one last one. Uh, love this one. Our first date, we decided to go to a fortune teller on a whim after Which a recommendation. What? Which is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, so on our first date, we decided to go to a fortune teller on a whim after a recommendation from his sister. She spent the the fortune teller spent the whole time telling us we were never going to work out. Awkward car ride home, but six years later, and he's now my fiance. Oh yeah, baby! Shout out I to our BFF. I know who that person is, and yeah, that's fire, and that's like so funny. <laughs> I know that is so funny. I mean, I think fortune tellers are cool, but like that's funny. Oh, what would you do? I feel like I'd be like. I mean, like, I guess you kind of have to laugh it off. I mean, that's telling how they react, you know, if they're pissed off and like, <laughs> well, what does she know? <laughs> I don't know. That's so funny. I, yeah. I feel like it's like a good date though, because it's like, yeah, we don't know each other. Like, and so it's just funny to be like, oh, I guess so. I do want to go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up, but I hope you guys like this episode. I want to thank you again, Carly, for being so open and, you know we're we're all we're here for you Hopefully we're um, coming at you live from canada next yes yes we will be coming at you live our next episode from canada maybe, um, maybe we'll get our famous friend nick price to say hi yes yes we will um but yeah f- uh, make sure that you rate review and subscribe to us on itunes please please it's so easy just click the five stars maybe write yes, a review yes. if you have the time please um yeah follow us on instagram at love myself podcast on twitter at love myself pod um and yeah thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week we out bye